Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph here with Jesse Nelson. And Jesse's water is getting cold, so we have to move it, move it. <laughs> How you doing? Hot, hot action here. Got hot, some hot action. Hot action. Joseph, how the heck have you been? Speaking of hot action, um, well, you know, I kind of uh, was a little busy there this summer. Um, got married a little bit. Did some uh, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a, just a little bit married now. Just a little bit. Yeah, that was the big delay. We kind of sort of didn't really allude to it, but we said things were happening in the yeah. last. Well, I think we actually did talk about it in an episode, although one of those episodes where we talked about it might not have been published yet. I know. We're realizing that um, <laughs> we may have dropped the cup on some of this. Yeah. Well, as we said before, life happens and uh, we're we're living life and then also kind of doing this. And yep, we'll get episodes up when we get them up. But yep. So yeah, uh, it's been a it's been a summer of doing a lot of stuff and traveling around a whole lot. Um, There's a lot happening. There's a lot of FOMO out there too. Just coming after the pandemic summer last year. Like, oh my gosh, I think FOMO just, is uh, at the highest it's ever been in the existence. But people are freaking out. Like they're just so anxious about making sure they get the most out of their days. I find that I'm just working more and not doing enough. So. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I don't have FOMO. I just have fatigue. I don't know. That's fair. What's the opposite of FOMO? Uh, hmm. Fear of not missing out. Fear of uh, getting too much. Fear yeah. of missing out is, I wouldn't think the opposite would be not fear. I think the opposite would be whatever happens when you. Uh, do too many things because of FOMO fear of, of, uh, yeah. Fear oh, of never like missing out. Just... <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what you said. <laughs> I guess. Okay. I don't know. I'm not afraid of missing out, I guess. No. Uh, now the water's even colder. Yeah. We, uh, never really been set up for brewing coffee on the air here at my home studio. No. Oh, I see. Are you wearing the, uh, Chemex shirt? I am, yeah. I'm wearing your Chemex shirt. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I didn't Thanks even notice. I saw, yeah. I saw the, saw the clouds peeking up into the camera. Yep. We'd really need some more shirts for Coffee Lovers Radio. Yeah, I think I we should get on that. A yep. lot of things. We just need to design a shirt and then not advertising it, and just have one made. Oh yeah, you That's... mean kind of like the one that we did that was on the Patreon for a long time. Yep. <laughs> that yep. No one got. <laughs> including us <laughs> including us i don't even remember what the design was <laughs> don't either <laughs> we had okay. a shirt what's patreon i don't know we're, we're not in this for the money um we're in this for the joy of it which is but why we, we keep are, doing it <laughs> yeah exactly so <laughs> joyful on these days uh, yeah. it's very good to talk to you joseph i'm glad we're here today we have some exciting stuff because we've been so busy that um it's a perfect time to bring up our our busy coffee episode again, right? Well, and and traveling as well because I've been doing I've been doing a bunch of that. Uh, a lot yeah, of traveling, like, busy, whatever. A lot yeah, of like road tripping. Um, and I th- we talked about this on a we've talked about this on a number of previous previous episodes, but recently, and I think maybe one of the episodes that as we're recording this has not yet been published. So, 
I mean, presumably people will have listened to it by the time we're talking about it right now. But I'm in this weird inception space about what we've said and what's been heard. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Nobody, nobody notices. Yeah. So, because um, we, we definitely recorded an episode about the summer and coffee and like potential for traveling, uh, backpacking, camping, whatever, right. all these things. Um, so one of the things that I did in the past month was uh, a bit of a road trip down through uh, Oregon, um, down and around Oregon, and we camped a little bit, um, stayed at a house for a while, uh, went down and checked out the Redwoods. We were going to do the um, the Oregon Caves National Monument. Yeah, that's um, right. You're telling me about this. <laughs> this is where the this is where the everyone going crazy and fomoing into everything comes into play. Uh, so normally Oregon Caves National Monument, they normally have several tours and you can buy tickets to your tours in advance. Um, and it's all very scheduled and organized, uh, because of COVID, they only have one tour available. You can't buy your ticket in advance. You have to go the day of and get your tickets. <laughs> what we discovered is that the only way to get a ticket on a tour like you can't go and buy tickets for another day. It has to be on the day. The only way to right. do it is to is the ticket office opens at eight thirty in the morning. You got to get in line at between like six and six thirty, or you're not going to get a ticket for the day. That's early. And then, if especially you, if you're not planning on it. Well, I mean, even if you're planning on even if you're planning on all that, you go at like get in line at six six thirty, wait two two and a half hours, three hours, whatever. By the time you're able to maybe buy your ticket, who right. knows what schedule you get like how do you plan a trip around that i don't know um so we decided that uh sitting in hammocks by the river sounded better <laughs> yeah that sounds much better than yeah <laughs> yeah that stuff's weird i mean it's just this this demand for these national parks you know that's kind of what they have to do um, yeah. yeah you hear about that a lot with places like yellowstone that are seeing an incredible surge of people mm. Well, Tom was uh, was doing a little road trip down the Oregon coast um, last week, week before, something like that. Uh, he Who's was Tom him, for all of our listeners? Uh, he was my best man. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to keep it a mystery. <laughs> just, you know, Tom. Yeah, Tom was Tom. on the coast. You know who Tom is. Oh, John was there also. Tom, John. Yeah. Long, long John Silver. Yeah. Joseph, uh, I've started brewing, so my water doesn't okay, get cold. Okay, you start brewing. Uh, I'm going to keep talking, and then I'm going to talk about what we're brewing, and then I'll brew. Um, anyway, so he was... They, <laughs> they were trying to stop at a lighthouse. I guess some, like, well-known... One of the famous Oregon lighthouses. Yeah, yeah one of the famous Oregon lighthouses. Um, he said there was something like 40 cars in line for the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, for a lighthouse. For a lighthouse. And they were just yep. like, nope. Oh, the RVing and all that stuff's incredible out here. I mean, out here in Port Townsend, because we have the campgrounds in town. It's kind of a destination. There's just giant RVs rolling through town all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So many RVs out on the roads. Um, and, and maybe that's, I, I guess I haven't done a lot of road tripping or whatever during the summer. Um, but it's definitely more RVs that I've seen on the roads than I've ever seen before. Yeah. Well, it shows a lot of, I don't know. I don't need to get political with it. 
there's a lot of RVs on the road. So traveling um, and including coffee. Including my dad has taken his new camper trailer out here a couple yeah. times this last year. Cool. Hmm. Um, I have some immediate observations about some of these things. Okay. Well, let's let's get into this really quick. So we're talking traveling and coffee, and and we we talked in previous episodes, like if you're if you're camping or or driving, um, or even traveling by air, or whatever. There are all sorts of different things you can do. Instant coffees, um, prepackaged coffees. Uh, I talk about French press. I, I even I took the Nomad on one of my trips, and and did some <laughs> espresso on the go, which is not terribly convenient but is possible and amusing <laughs> there's not about there's not a lot about espresso that's convenient no uh, but what we decided to do on the show today was brew up a selection of we have a we have an instant coffee uh ozo coffee's instant coffee um, oh yep we've got a uh victrola uh I, I picked up some like coffee steep bags so it's kind of like a tea bag of coffee yeah. Um, and then we have uh, Overland coffee uh, pour over in a bag. So it's a single serve um, pour over thing. You take it out of the bag, um, open it up, and it kind of sits on top of your mug and you, you pour through it. I'll tell you, the first time I did that one, I didn't notice that I, I was supposed to tear open the little satchel. I just That's sat it on my mug and started pouring onto it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not quite the same. No. And honestly, it's not, uh, I don't know. It's not all that clear that that's what you're supposed to do. In retrospect, it's obvious, but yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to go grab my kettle really quick and then start brewing these. So I'm going to start with, uh, I'm going to start with the Victrola thing since that's just put the steep bag in the, in the cup yep. and then um, pour into it. Uh, ran into this it, in a little uh, hotel that we were staying at, well, in for about a week. Um, they just this is just how they did their coffee, uh, and I, I found it to be surprisingly pleasant. I had brought this is this is the trip where I brought the Nomad, and <laughs> I brought like all the coffee in a grinder and the Aeropress Go. Um, I used the Nomad one day just for the amusement of it because I brought it, but otherwise, I, the only way I did my coffee was with these satchels. Yeah, because it They're was kind of it was decent enough for me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Victrola is a good roaster. Yeah, you know they've gotten uh, a lot bigger in the last few years, but they uh, they're a good roaster. They have some couple really perfect cafes in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's. Uh, Dunk the bag for 15 to 30 seconds or longer. I, I don't know. Well, no, I just no, that's left like, mine in there. That's where they're like dunking in and out. Right. So like, I think that the point of that is like to um, saturate all the grounds and make sure it can like off gas cleanly. I guess that's right. my assumption about it. And then you let it sit for, they say five plus minutes. Um, yep. Like I think the longer you let it sit, the the more it brews. I don't know. I, I don't think with this kind of thing, there's really any way of being optimal about it. No. Uh, well, cheers. Yeah. So I've got my I got my bag steeping. Is that what you're drinking right now? Yeah, I did all three of mine. You did yours. Uh, time. Cool. Yeah. Well, I didn't have a whole 
Oregon beach story to get through. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of a sad sack when you pull it out of the cup. That's true. Uh, and it's it's, it's kind of it's a, kind of like a giant unwieldy tea it bag. Of, it's unwieldy. It you if you don't let it, like you got to put it in. You got to put it in something, or it's going to continue to drain and make a huge mess. Yeah, I put it in my uh, dumb Chemex cup that I had earlier today. Yeah, this is going to um, be an overcaffeinated morning suddenly. Um, so it's their Empire Blend, which I think is just their kind of like standard blend. Mm-hmm. Um. I recall it being pleasant, enjoyable. Yeah, it's fine. It doesn't make. doesn't really have a. It's not it's a mild. sounding or anything. No, it's mild. I mean, it's nice and yeah. sweet. There's some good kind of white sugar, cane sugar on there. Um. Oh man, I have to stir the instant thoroughly. What? Hold on, I got to get a stirrer. No, you don't. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah so the victrola it's uh it's nice and sweet i don't know it's it's a fine cup of coffee it's clean it's not rancid doesn't hit any weird <laughs> yeah i think the thing that i noticed about that you it, often get out of like some of those like this reminds me of when you're at motels and they have those little coffee discs that you put in the mr coffee machines in the oh, rooms yeah. you know mm-hmm. um those can be terrible mm-hmm. well several and, of the other places we stayed yeah had really terrible looking uh, quick or instant forms of coffee or, or other stuff like that put in a Mr. Coffee. The uh, the single serve um, like small pod style machines are really popular. Yeah. Like stick a mug under it, throw your the disc of coffee or whatever in there. Um, because they're foolproof. I mean, it yeah. makes sense why you'd want that. I mean, the, this they're is just one of those things cheap, about yeah. coffee that we've talked about so many times in the past is that like really good coffee takes a lot of care and 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 skills to make a, a good cup and, and fulfill it like a, like a food, just like a good pasta sauce or something made from scratch. Yeah, that's true. But there's other ways to do it faster and cheaper. Well, I think cheaper, but that's one of the things that strikes me about, um, like, I, I have a lot of problems with these like instant and single serve coffee things because there's so much extra packaging that goes with it. And to a degree, it takes you away, further away from the coffee and the people itself, which matter to me. But um, it was really nice not like being able to have like as far as the Victrola goes, thing that that uh, struck me was this is this is good quality coffee. Like I'm not blowing my mind here with it, but I'm having a good tasting coffee. I can tell that the quality is good and it was so easy to make. Um, And and to their like credit the packaging and everything is apparently compostable. Although I don't know all, about all three of these coffees that we're having today are all compostable oh, okay. or recyclable. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. There's their packaging says hundred percent, except for the, um, is the bag itself. Like definitely the coffee tea bag thing is. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming, I think the bag itself is compostable that, that the uh, Victrola came in. I'm assuming yeah, that says fully compostable on it. So, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The whole, the whole, uh, nitrogen sealed bag and everything like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's nice. This is uh, this is this would be totally fine coffee in a hotel, um, assuming you have a nice hot water heater. To yeah, I guess it. that is the trick. You need to be able to heat water and pour it in a mug. Um, How'd they do that at the motel? They had a, a just an electric water kettle. Okay. Yeah. Which was yeah quite nice. So that's nice. Have you done the other ones yet, Joseph? Um, about to about to do the uh, Ozo Instant. I still haven't 
I mean, I had the, the Victrola before, so I know what it tastes like, but it's brewing right now. I'll do the instant here, and I'm going to do the Overland last since it's a pour over. See, I did the Overland first because I wanted my water hotter. Oh. And I did the instant last because it will dissolve in anything. You could put it into milk. Well, I'm going to make coffee ice cream today. I'm going to do it anyway. So here we go. Instant. How are you going to make your coffee ice cream? Uh, I'm going to put instant coffee in with heavy cream. I found a ice cream in a jar recipe online, and I don't really believe it. But we'll see. All right. He's concentrating, pouring, and I can see on the little Skype video. I had a conversation with somebody that's doing podcasts, and they uh, they just they used to use Skype for everything, and now they just do Zoom for everything. And I just want to remind them that we still use Skype for everything. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Victrola, Victrola uh, coffee—that's right. a win. These are all going to be winners because they're the kind of the best on the market, I think, for right. these types of coffees. I'm excited to try the the Ozo, the other instant coffee that I've had. Well, and we did a show on it a long time ago. Oh, man, I can't remember the name of it now. That's funny. I think uh, that the... Um, I was just going to say, I haven't ever had coffee brewed out of a tea bag before, and I've kind of been curious, and oh, it does yeah. work. It yeah. does work. Same for me. When I when I first saw it, I was like, I don't know and about this. I called I it a big it, sad like, sack because it looks like a giant wet blanket coming up. Because you have to have a bigger tea bag just because of the nature of the mass of coffee and how much it needs to move right. around inside the cup. But it's... Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I get I did the instant coffee, and now I'm setting up to do the uh, Overland. Remembering to tear the top of my bag before yep. I. So the instant coffee is from Ozo Coffee in Boulder, Colorado. Some good for good friends of mine. Um, it's kind of pricey. You know, it's about fourteen bucks for a box of six. Uh, so it's you know a couple dollars per cup of coffee, which isn't unreasonable for that kind of stuff. It's processed with Swift Cup Coffee, and that's a pretty cool company that's helping smaller roasters turn their coffees, their quality coffees, into instant, into instant coffee. Hmm. Um, I haven't had instant coffee in a long time, and it's never been a great thing for me. Um, so I was kind of excited to pick this up, and it smells good. Yeah. I've had this several times, so I'm going to let you do the reveal on it. All right. I'm I'm waiting for it to cool. That was kind of the... My thought on doing it sooner. Anyway. Um, hmm. Caramelly. It's caramel. Mm -hmm. uh, smooth. It's pretty bold. Like, I'm getting a... I get a lot of flavor out of it. Hmm. It's still a little bit hot even, for me. Maybe use a little bit more water. Oh, there's the other thing about the um, the Victrola, which I noticed. I mean, the, the bag is so large, it takes up a rather sizable volume of a coffee mug. Yeah. Um, so I was I, I would typically pour more in after removing the the bag. Um, when you do the overland, do you just, do you just pour until your mug is full? Yeah. 
Yeah, I propped it open and then poured over the little, you know, you have that little opening yeah. for the coffee and just kind of poured that in until it filled up and kept that going until it kind of equaled out. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. All right, I need to um, do something about my sad sack here. <laughs> <laughs> sad sacks always take up the most energy. Aha, uh-huh. I do have a cup here I can put it in. All right, there we go. three cups of coffee going here it's kind of nuts yeah actually i have four i made an extra large chemex this morning because i thought i needed the caffeine and then i drank most of it and then now i have three more cups of coffee yeah i guess the um oh yeah that is nice chocolate um vanilla on the ozo currently yeah starting to get more out of it so it's cooling Yep. There's a little tinge of some kind of instant kind of dryness in there, Hmm. you know, but it's, uh, yeah, I get some lovely caramel, caramel notes and some really good kind of, I don't know, like almost a juniper. Hmm. Yeah. The, um, the Victrola. Well, the tasting notes are milk, chocolate, pecan, and black cherry. So I think that I'm actually getting all of those. Yeah. I haven't gotten the black that nuttiness. Yet. Black cherry is kind of that juniper note, I think. Uh, but I think, uh, yeah, pecan makes a lot of sense. Yep. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, Man, I just, it's very strongly of, of caramel to me. Yeah. Which is, I mean, this is, the, like I said, this is the third cup of this instant coffee I've had. And I feel like I would absolutely take this on the road backpacking mm-hmm. for the ease of it. And you know, there's no waste at all. And there's a little bag that it comes in, which right. is compostable. Um, that's true. That's certainly easier than, um, the tea bag version, for example, or this pour over, which, right. I mean, the tea bag, you're going to end up with the big wet bag that you have to put in your trash someplace. If you're backpacking and, right. you know, unless you dry it out or something like that, but like you the instant coffee, at least, fire. um, yeah, <laughs> the instant coffee, at least uh, it's all dry waste that you get out of it. And it's pretty good. Um, I mean, if you're going and you only need like three cups of coffee and you're only going for a couple days, uh, AeroPress, those kind of ways are kind of a lot of work. Yeah. Well, even the. Um, e- e- even the uh, sort of lightweight French press that I use. um Yeah you gotta you gotta clean out the the filter and the press all the time right and then uses a lot of water yeah and that's an object you got to carry so yeah i mean this way all you have is yeah this this one slim piece of packaging which you could and you could pack out or you could throw in a fire and kind of one thing i like about this on packaging wise versus the overland is that it has the brewing instructions on the small package so you don't have to take the box with you yeah not that you need the instructions but um once you do it one time, it's right. just pour in and pour water on it. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I, I mean, had... when I go, I usually take one of those little MSR pour over coffee slash tea things from REI. Oh, yeah. That okay. slide in the cup and you just pour grounds into it and you pour it over just like the Overland. It's like a, a brass version, brass mm-hmm. filter version of the Overland coffee. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I have to that check that works pretty well. It makes one cup, though. You know, so it's fine for solo stuff, but it's sort of a pain for two people. Right. 
Right. There is a, there's definitely an appeal to the ease of this, of this instant coffee. Yeah. So you're saying that this company, this, this, is it Ozo that, that makes the instant for various, uh, no, it's uh, it's called it's called the Swift Cup Coffee. I don't know if you can see that on my screen. Oh, okay, Joseph. Yeah, gotcha. Um, yeah. Okay, so Ozo is one of the companies that uses them. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. So SwiftCupCoffee.com doing our research live on the air, of course. Wow. Uh, so they work with a bunch of different little roasters for these types of instant coffees. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. They, uh, yeah, they got a lot of fancy hipsters with boots pouring instant coffee into their travel mugs over a beach, you know, fancy ceramic. <laughs> of course. Um, uh, well, yeah. So they work with a bunch. They work with four letter word, middle state coffee, intelligentsia, pine coffee supplies, quills, dogwood, ozo, mission. I mean, they have dozens of different roasters that they work with to make instant coffee so it's pretty cool and then their website pairs a lot of that together uh swiftcupcoffee.com i've got the uh overland brood now um the smell at the moment is not terribly pleasant i don't know if if maybe i uh maybe i had an issue cleaning this bug i don't know i my first smell (laughs) i'm always gonna think of pool water now whenever i i have like a negative (laughs) taste or smell Uh, water paint paint like the uh acrid kind of acrylic nature of of paint aroma is what hit my nose i'm not getting that one bit it's subsiding but it's still there a little bit it's very odd like huh and the taste is really mild. I'm not I mean, tasting it, much. The body feels similar to the Victrola. I don't know. That Ozo, the the body on that instant coffee is a lot it's a lot richer of a body than either one of these pour overs. But Yeah, this Ozo, it's fascinating. It's really It's really yeah, it is really rich and sweet. It it does have that edge of this is this is an instant coffee to it, which I don't even know how to describe that. But it like the by comparison, the Victrola to me has more of a this is a a freshly brewed cup of coffee. Yeah, um, and the Victrola I think is a a darker roast. I can taste roastiness on it. I don't know how the roasts actually compare. Um. Yeah, the Overland is, uh, it's mild. I really like it. It's sweet. You know, it's a nice cup. I did have, so I had the Overland on one of our days that we were camping. Um, just fired up the, the gas stove, pot of coffee, poured it over, worked out fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so weird. There must be something in my cup that's interfering. Because I still <laughs> another quality taste test on your old coffee lovers radio. Seriously, <laughs> I don't know what the heck that is. It's just <laughs> Were you using it for paint. 
No. <laughs> I, I can't Did imagine an artist what... get a hold of your cup and use their paintbrushes <laughs> in it. I can't imagine what cup? it would have been. Um, I don't want to imagine where your cup has been. That's strange. It's been on the coffee brewing shelf. With the other two mugs that I am also drinking out of and not having problems. Yeah, this Ozo is really impressive. I like it. Um, I wonder... Yeah, I wonder in terms of production how they compare. This this is like a question that I always wonder about everything. Um, because it's easy, I think, on a consumer level to get into this uh, from a from an environmental perspective. What uses the least amount of waste, and go with that. Um, but if you're actually concerned, like if you're if you're actually trying on a deep level to have the least amount of impact um, or use the least amount of resources or whatever. Obviously you have to consider the production. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, I'm curious, uh, curious about the, the production of, of all of these. Uh, I think the, uh, the Victrola I mean, and the Overland are similar just in that they're, they're pre-ground coffee in a bag in which you're going to brew like in different yeah. ways Victrola steeps the the overland is a I mean, pour it kind over. of steeps but you pour it over yeah. i don't know there's not a lot of difference in that i mean i think that you could just not open the overland and get a lot of the same tea bag effect i mean it's a smaller bag so it just doesn't have the space to move but yeah i tried that it doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe i need to let it sit a lot longer but yeah. i think that the bag that the Victrola is in permeates a lot more that's um, very true. Um, yeah, I mean, I, the Overland has a little bit more paper waste, you know, mm. for each cup. It's kind of designed for those people that want to, I don't know, it's a little gimmicky for their their fancy expeditions, you know, and their fancy camper vans. Yeah. Um, it's tasty. It's roasted by a small little roaster. I forget the name of it. They don't say on the box. Um, out of L.A., I believe, L.A. area. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I guess you, you get to have the experience of doing the brewing, which is, which is one of the enjoyable things that certainly I like about making a cup of coffee in the morning is the process. And when you're doing an instant coffee, you don't really have a process. Right. That's true. But, but maybe that's fairness. In all fairness, we love the process, and both of us made the Overland with gooseneck kettles. <laughs> That's and they, true. They even show a gooseneck kettle yeah. on their box. Yeah. Like, are um, you going to take a It would be very difficult camping? to have, like, camping and just have a saucepan of hot water. Uh, that's how I did it, honestly. I, I used um, a... Uh, uh, what are they made out of? Titanium? They're really nice, like, lightweight backpacking pots. Um, and it, yeah. it had a little, like a little bit of a poor lip. So it wasn't, obviously it wasn't a gooseneck, but I was able to pour into the little thing right. and it worked out pretty fine. So, um, but also the whole time I was doing it, I was like, I kind of just want to pour this into the cup and then not have to babysit this. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like a pour over. There's a lot of babysitting that goes with that whole process. Right. Um, well, 
yeah, I mean, it's it's good coffee. Both that and the Victrola are good coffee. I don't know. Is the Victrola packets, are they even available to the public? I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> that we've done this whole thing. <laughs> if Not they just are, stolen we'll, from uh, hotel rooms. <laughs> if, if they are, we'll, um, we'll link to them. Um, where where do we link to them? In uh, uh, oh, Radio dot com, Radio dot com. Find the show, the show notes for this show. Um, yep, I'll just link to them there. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can click on the Patreon link. We'd we'd love your support. Um, Keeps us going more often for sure. Pays for knowing the, that people are listening and giving us feedback. Pays for the hosting of the show. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's about where we're at with it at the yep. moment. Uh, in so, the future, we might we might add more tiers if we're looking to. Like in the past, we we did a bunch of extra tiers, and people helped us upgrade our equipment that way, and that was really fun. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, it's just it's hard. You know, the more the more support we get, the more uh, the more worthwhile it becomes mm-hmm. for us to just kind of keep doing this on a regular basis and uh, get some new swag and some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that we're working on some new stickers and things like that at conduit because it's fun and i would yeah. love to carry that over to the podcast maybe both uh all right you can uh, break you down can get quick. the instant coffee you can the victrola i know sixteen dollars for 10 counts yeah exactly so the victrola is the cheapest per cup of all three of these mm-hmm. and the ozo instant more expensive per cup um yeah the yeah. instant coffee is about two dollars and twenty cents versus a dollar sixty I do I do like the idea of that one best now that we've gone through this for backpacking. Just the because the the less you have to manage and do mm-hmm. while backpacking, I feel like the better if you're moving around a lot. If you're just going in and camping for a while, you know, different story I think, but anyway. Yeah, I mean I I have a hard time just saying I like the instant coffee more for those things. I think it, you know, just for doing some lightweight backpacking by yourself, kind of single cup, it's a really Easy mm-hmm. way to make the coffee. If I was going to go out for a longer time and had more space, I would, I would still use kind of my pour over method. Gotcha. I think with a bag of coffee because it ends up being less waste, yeah, a lot cheaper. Well, I guess and, the uh, other thing as well about that and like the what I what I do with the the lightweight French press and then a bag of ground coffee is I can take your Congo Mungano natural process into the woods with me. Yes. Congo. <laughs> for example or one of the I, I have so much coffee right now um uh our our good friend michael uh original oh. michael yeah the og the og the fake john michael o o m um o m he uh <laughs> he sent me uh as a gift um three coffees from uh jbc they're over here. I can't even see them. They're like all in the the mid nineties rated, um, a Kenya and Ethiopia and a Colombia. Uh, they've been absolutely wonderful to explore and taste through. Nice. Um, maybe we'll do a. Maybe we'll do an episode talking about really highly rated coffees. I our think opinions that'd about be those. Fun. Yeah, because we've never talked about those before. Ever. Ever. Uh, on that note, a customer out here, she subscribes to Olympia Coffee subscription program. Uh-huh. And she sent she gave me like 10 little 50-gram samples Wow, of her favorite coffees that she's had over the last few months from Olympia Coffee. Uh-huh. 
and it's it's darling because she packaged them all in little cellophane things and, and it's uh it's they're incredible yeah olympia coffee is really knocking out of the park i think yeah. they're quickly becoming my one of my favorite roasters ever as much as i am jealous of their <laughs> fame and stardom in right. the local coffee scene yeah they're pretty darn good people and the uh group that started olympia coffee is also behind the overland coffee as oh, well cool. mr zenowitz very nice everything he touches is a pot of gold very well good. joseph i'm uh i don't know if you can see it i feel like i'm getting wavy vision because i've yep. had so much coffee i'm starting to get jittery we uh and how much longer can we let this episode go i don't know i think we're we're probably done Ready for one of our patented awkward endings. All Although three it's, it's less awkward time. when I point it out. Oh, we're going to cheers all three. Okay. Oh, that's Can you bold. see me? Yeah, I got Kabocalypse. Ooh, I have my, I even have a trash mug. I'm going to do it on the desk. Hang on. I want a picture of this screenshot. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Wait. <laughs> wait there i it's don't know more awkward i can't screenshot with uh you know what i can do oh i can't take a screenshot smile <laughs> we can one two three cheers <laughs> it's a party wow that deteriorated quickly that did all right coffeeloversradio.com subscribe check us out share it with your friends We'll see you all in the next one. Chowda. This has been Joseph and Jesse with Coffee Lovers Radio. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to our show and sign up for the email newsletter. Visit coffeeloversradio.com. There you can listen to our shows and click through to our Patreon page to get expanded show notes and other fun stuff. Coffee Lovers Radio is a partnership between Extracted Magazine and Conduit Coffee. Just visit coffeeloversradio.com and we'll see you on the show.